Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? No, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Do you guys ever work on your cars? If I had one! It's very satisfying. If you had a cool car, like mine, you could use eBay Motors. Do you think that I could get the individual parts and then assemble my own car? Yeah, they do have over 122 million parts. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, Waspish Wade goes on a shady cupcake quest and is prey to a Prius Prowler. Motorbiker Mark misses feeling fearless and the simplicity of a carefree life, but appreciates the present. Bly's Bob refuses to skydive, prefers pissed passengers, and bemoans early browsing. From mafia murder factories to skull replacement surgery. Yes. It's time for Boy, I Miss That. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome. (laughs) To another episode of Distracted. No. From, From the top. What happened? No. Do we need hair and makeup again before we can no, go? No, I just, I should have won. Oh, you're just being a bitter bitch. I gotcha. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the show where basically anything can happen, including someone rudely interrupting the hosts. Uh, because, well, that's the kind of show we run here. But I'm the host because I won fairly, squarely, and purely. And uh, I absolutely deserved it. Can't even remember which one of you gave me the win, to be honest. But I know I deserved it. Well, if Marcus said he didn't win, I have a guess at who selected the winner. Yeah, no. Can you, would you really be surprised if Mark was sad he didn't win when he was the host? No, because he would have just made himself win. He's, he's <laughs> not afraid to do that at all. He might have forgotten he could. That's fair, I guess, yeah. You forgot who was hosting. How are you accusing me of a bad memory? Everyone knows I have a bad memory. That's no surprise. Got him. (laughs) All right, that's fair. Wait, no, it's not. Shut up, you. (laughs) 
You know, Mark, I have a good feeling you're going to win this episode based on how it started. I, you know, I don't care anymore. You're jumping out to a big lead. I'm playing Subway Surfers to keep me engaged. Well, wow. I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing everything you can to participate today. Uh, Bob, specifically, how are you? Oh, okay. I, I'm in a... I'm in a... I'm in a Excuse me? He, he turned the volume up to protest as loudly as he could. Is that squeaking the game? Hmm? Uh, well, we can just mute him in post. That's fine. Actually, I could just mute him right now. No, no, no! There we go. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I'm doing okay, but I'm kind of in limbo. I can unmute myself. Well, that's annoying. That's not <laughs> I didn't have the kind of power I thought I did at all. You know what? I'll mute him too. I got this. <laughs> that was me i muted why don't i get options no you're you're i'm i'm in control here i'm the train man okay and uh, what i was saying is i feel like we've done this before and i should have remembered this i'm in limbo because uh i i live in a house full of people who seem to have covid um two of the four adults have tested positive for covid and uh mandy may or may not have it and i i feel okay but also, there's just no way I'm not going to get it at this point. So I'm I'm living on borrowed time, you know? Mark, you all right? Yeah, I got another light here. I thought maybe it was a new boar paddle. Oh, what? We have a boar spear, so I thought maybe it was a boar paddle because it had a flat edge. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm with you. I'm not with him. I'm not with this guy. What Was the last episode more dramatic than I'm remembering? What are you so upset about? I don't even... I'm not upset. What, I'm just multitasking. Can a guy be efficient with his time? Can you multitask no. quietly, Mr. Sulky? No. Oh, well, then I'll just mute you again. No! It's fine, it's fine. How are you, Wade? You know, I'm doing pretty well. I'm finally feeling a lot healthier. I still have my, like, little coffee moments, but they're getting, like, more and more space in between. Should drink tea. Yeah, tea has been a, a good a good savior. Vitamin C, that kind of thing. I don't know, this is just one of those, like, icks that icks a little bit longer than you'd like, but, like, it's slowly getting less icky. Oh, I think I, I was very confused. You said coffee moments, and I was so confused. Oh, like... Because <laughs> Bob said you should try tea, and I'm like... I know, I, and he, he cruised right over that. I oh, didn't... well, I thought because of the cough, you were like tea, like a tea would help your throat, not coffee and tea. I mean, it worked on many levels. I thought you said coffee, and he said tea. All three of us were confused uh... for different reasons. <laughs> now we're all in the same room. Metaphor. Historically, we're all very far away from each other, really, but that's okay. I also Aww. realized I have a story I haven't told that I was saving for small talk. <gasps> no. You gotta earn some points? Well, I just want to tell it before I forget. And Bob, you already know this story, or at least you know some of it, because uh, I told you about it whenever we were at a wedding recently. Ah. So this is exciting only for me. Well, maybe the people watching, I'm listening, I don't know. <laughs> There's people watching? This oh, is God. just for you, buddy. We went up to uh, Minnesota for a... What do you have? I thought I already knew this story, so I'm well, just... Well, you know, I... Whatever. I'm just gonna tell right, I got I gotta have a game going or else I won't be able to pay attention. That doesn't seem... Well, this is a way to feel like you have a captivated audience. One reading, one gaming. We got um, a bunch of people listening and watching out there. You don't need our attention. Well, I guess I'm talking to you guys because my competitors here, well, they're really trying their best not to win. Can I give the win to the audience? <laughs> you could try. I don't know what they're going to do about it. <laughs> Uh, so we went to Minnesota for a wedding, and it was a beautiful wedding. And uh, the day before, the bride and groom, who are 
family and friends uh we're talking to like um molly and i and who you know everyone else that was there and they were like yeah so tomorrow's a couple things we got to do uh would you mind like grabbing the cake and the cupcakes here's the address uh we're gonna make sure we have this we're gonna try to go over here for some photos this and that and it was like yeah okay no problem we can go grab go pick up a cake like that's easy and they've already got it ordered they've already got the whole thing so sure and then like after i accepted and agreed to go get the cake and the cupcakes i was like wait i'm not in a place where i have a car can i get a rental to take me to or can i get a, like a, a lyft or an uber or something i get someone to drive me to pick up a cake of cupcakes and like pack them in their trunk well we'll find out Cerule Cat, an artist, makes all the emotes for my Twitch channel and a friend, gamer, whatever. And then Agent Lyoko, who uh, uh, mods for my my Twitch channel. Uh, they were at the, the wedding, they're friends. And uh, Agent drove up there from Iowa because he lives in a cornfield. But thankfully, he's allowed to have a car there. Uh, offered, he's like, no, I can I can drive you over. We can go pick them up together. So the three of us were like, yeah, the three amigos. We're going to get the cakes, the cupcakes. This is going to be fantastic. I give uh, Agent the address, puts it in his phone, and we start our drive. And we're just kind of laughing, talking, chit-chatting, drive about 30 minutes. And we get to a road-closed parking garage under construction area. And we're like, this doesn't seem like cupcakes. This is like a kind of an industrial area. Well, I guess let's find a place to, let's just drive around. So we go around the construction area to the other side and uh, we're starting to look for parking. Agent goes, oh, guys, this is my bad. I I didn't put like a zero in the address. This is like 109, this is 191, not 1091 or whatever the hell it was. And it was like, okay, that's fine. Easy fix, put in the other address. How far could it be? about three miles that way okay well another 10 15 minutes whatever it's fine let's go get that let's go go over there we're gonna get the stuff we get to the next address and we pull in another very industrial looking area pull in there's a couple buildings off to the left big building off to the right and we see one way to drive and you have to drive like under or like through this like building complex and there's a guy that's wearing what looks like a butcher's apron holding a cigarette standing outside the door and the car in front of us pulls up stops they talk to the guy he kind of like takes a puff of his cigarette nods points and that car goes. Just the Minnesota Mafia? Are we about to meet the <laughs> Minnesota Mafia? Dude, I we didn't know. We were like, kind of a weird thing for a place that sells wedding cake and cupcakes and stuff. But okay. So we pull up and the guy like kind of walks back inside. And it's like, well, like, I guess we just go through and find parking. So we went in, drove around a little bit. Didn't see any things on the outside that looked like they had cake, cupcakes and so we park, we walk around. There are no other doors that look like they're not for staff only, except for the one where Butcher Boy was. So we walk back over and by then he's helping another person that's in their car right there. And we walk up and we're like, hey, we're looking for um, cupcakes. And he's like, mm. are you looking for cupcakes or are you looking for cupcakes? I don't know that we have anything like that, but uh, tell you what, come inside, we'll take a look. And he opens the door and he leads us inside. And inside it is like all concrete, one hallway to walk around. And it doesn't feel like a place you'd go for cupcakes. I'm not gonna lie. There's one lady that's, that came in ahead of us that's walking. We're kind of following her and there's nowhere else to go except for where she goes. And when she walks up a staircase, we follow. She opens the door and goes in. We look at the door and the door has like a piece of tape next to it that just has kitchen written in Sharpie. <laughs> oh yeah. They make cupcakes in kitchens. Yeah, there's a lot of 
fucking going on there? I'm pretty sure that's the right place. None of this has had a label as to like, oh, this is this industrial complex. Oh, this is this kitchen. This is the... And there's other doors and there's clearly people there. And we look back at the guy and he nods like to keep going forward past what? these doors. <laughs> Wait, I thought you made some turns. Wait, is he down the long hallway and staircase? It was walk in, like turn left. There's like a dead end straight ahead that looks like there's just doors that are unlabeled. And then you turn right, go up like a little staircase. And then there's two doors across from each other. And then ahead... Let me find my picture here. I've got an, a nice little was image. It, was it written like in crayon with like a backward C or something? Right, here we go. So we go up the stairs past kitchen and we come across this. It's like a, it's like an interior inside of a hotel under construction or something like that. Uh, yeah, it looks like a Call of Duty map. Well, and we put the label cupcakes. That it's so conspicuous that they just had a sign hung up like that that just said cupcakes. But we we got to this point where like so guy in a butcher's apron standing outside smoking a cigarette guiding people. There's one labeled door and it just says kitchen. I'm not gonna go through the the construction zone and figure out what the hell's going on. So let's go back and talk to the dude and figure out. What the hell? So we turn around and walk back and the guy is waiting for us at like the T-junction down the stairs where the kitchen sign was. He gestures to the wall and he's like, got some bad news. And we were like, well, yeah, what is it? What's gonna happen to us? And he's like, I found your cupcake place. And he points to this like scratched off thing on the wall. He's like, looks like they ain't here anymore. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we shouldn't be either. Let's go. And we go That's what he, he's been talking from behind the whole way. And he turns around. Looks like no one's been here. And his face is gone <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> but at least we had a, an answer. That was at one point the cupcake place. Now it wasn't. But this was the original address we were given. So we uh, hurry to our cars because now we're like, okay, this isn't the right spot. And whatever. Whatever this is feels like not a place we should be. This does not give off kitchen vibes. What, what I don't understand is why this guy who knows the entire inside of this building is devastation would be like cupcakes, huh? There might be one amongst the rubble. Let us move some cinder blocks hither and thither until we find a crumb. There's like four doors in this place. Clearly there was some kind of kitchen in there and this man was some kind of savory chef. I don't know if I <laughs> believe it you said cupcakes that he was like well i do food stuff i don't i hope they actually do the, uh. the the vibes of this place were like this felt like an industrial assembly line production facility or front for a mob it honestly felt like the front for the mob they usually give you tours through the a mob's interworkings well that was the, the dude in the butcher's apron offering us to go inside why do you have a butcher's apron I don't know, man. See, you weren't asking enough questions about it. Either he turned <laughs> and went like, ah, the layer of the mole people is sometimes has this sweet smell coming out of it. Well, let's go explore. We were convinced that the bride and or groom in our brains both had been here and ordered the cake and cupcakes because in our brain, it's like, well, yeah, you go and you do like a little tasting. You tell them what you want, what kind of cake, what kind of cupcakes. They've clearly been here and done that. This is the address they gave us. This has to be the spot i do want to say i was going to give you quite the hard time until the last little piece of info came out where there that that the cupcake place was actually at that spot at one point but i just want to say like no matter what information someone gives you do you not check it if someone gave me just an address 
and and not like just like asked me to google it and was like oh yep that's the place that's the address i'll see if i can find the exact text i received if it was just an address with a street number i would have looked i would have put it in and looked and been like oh is there a bakery on the map anywhere near there is it in a place where a bakery might be maybe i should double check because i know i get what you're saying that like the the bride gave this to you clearly she had been to the to store but she could have copied and pasted the wrong address that's like super easy to do what she sent me is like an actual like website pin like it has the name of the place and the address mm. under it. Was it an Apple Maps pin or cuz I got some things to say about Apple Maps. I don't know I don't really want to dox this place and like put it on the It's thing. closed. What do you mean? No, it just moved. It was it, re moved. it was relocated. With it's you know if you give if you give the address of a business it's not doxing them, it's just helping them. <laughs> I don't want to dox this public business, okay? <laughs> uh, there let's let them have their privacy. It's a nice little map image that shows like the location and then underneath it says the name of the place and the address and like all in that little like Google map image box. So they just sent you, they copied the Google Maps entry and pay, when you paste that into a message. Yeah, but I had no reason to question it because they had literally ordered a cake and cupcakes. They'd been here. To when you drove up to the derelict building, was there a lightning strike behind it? Did it illuminate it? Keters was standing on top of the building and there was a lightning strike somehow. <laughs> it, it was it was a rainy day, uh, but there was no lightning strikes. No, listen, I just, I just want to say, one, the end of the story is not very interesting. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Two, I I would love to see like an actual video of what happened because I feel like you guys wandered into a, a building that was under construction and a chef who was just having a cigarette break who was so confused. It's just like Jimmy, the kid, the kid who works at the prep station. He's he was just trimming up steaks for the dinner service for tonight, and he's like, ah, I finished that job. Let's have a smoke. That'll be nice. And then he gets harassed by some guys in a car who forced their way into his building. Like I feel like you're like, oh. Oh, it was so spooky. I, I, you seem like the village to me. I gotta be honest. I just remembered this detail that you were saying, Wade, is when you first drove up to him, he then walked inside. Did he look at your car and then go like, God, not these guys. So there was another vehicle in front of us. It was not a car. That was like one of those uh, white, not vans, but like the taller truck van type things. Like a box truck? Yeah, but it's like a smaller box truck. So it pulled up and like they got some box, like the dude walked out, handed them some boxes and then they like pulled further in and whatever. We were the only like car to pull through there. And after he handed them the boxes, he stepped back inside. We pulled up, waited like a second. He didn't come back out and we we're like, maybe they were just picking up a delivery like the cake or the cupcakes. Like maybe, maybe they called ahead. I don't know. Let's just go park and we'll go find a way inside and like figure this out. And the other vehicle that had pulled up whenever we were walking up there after parking was also like a truck type thing to accept deliveries of some kind but all of these were like unmarked boxes that he alone was helping like bring out they would load up whatever but this was like the one way in that we could find again that wasn't like marked staff or a locked door or something else and it was just so strange to have like drive pull up but that's also the way out is to go out that same way. It was just very strange. Almost like you weren't supposed to be there. 
Yeah, well, you know, we had an address <laughs> that the bride and groom gave us. I just uh, okay. I to give you the benefit of the doubt, there is a bakery in L.A. that Amy goes to sometimes, where it is kind of a similar situation. You pull up to an unmarked building with no signage. The windows are all frosted. You text a number, and then they bring you your order out. Or actually, it's not even they bring you their order. I think this was a COVID thing specifically, but it's like you go up to the door when they tell you to. The door opens a hand appears with your order in it and then it snaps shut behind the hand as it withdraws and then you walk home well this place at least at one point was in fact the bakery they had like the little sticker of like yeah we are here and then it was like peeled off but not perfectly where there were still like the clawed remains of this their brand what was the logo for the bakery next to was it over a door was it near a door was it a storefront no it was just on the wall of the hallway like there was a door an unmarked door and then there was like a couple stickers and it was one of them but they were all like they were all clawed off basically it was just like the one little <laughs> remnant of like yeah that, that's the place we were looking for and the guy's like mm, they're gone when, when you got there did the guy look as devastated as you guys did he go <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more so like he thought we I think he thought we were up to no good and we didn't belong there and we thought he was up to no good and then like he found that and he was like these dumb fucks just went to the wrong place they were actually trying to find the cupcake I'll let them leave. So he was going to kill you. <laughs> I think thing. so. I that's the vibe at least in my brain that's the vibe I got. I still this is you this dude is just at work. He's just having a day and these these three guys looking for cupcakes come bother him. I don't think he's evil at all. I'm on I'm on butcher man's side. If he's he's the hero of this story, he's not. His part ends here. But we get back in the car. <laughs> is he dead? No, he's just not part of this story anymore. On the way out of the one lane entry exit road, we ran him down just to teach him what what's for for lying to us and leading us down a hallway. We just left. On the way there, I neglected to mention this is a small detail, whatever. It doesn't really affect the story too much however there was a red prius that just decided no it was going to exit and it was in like the middle lane we were in the whatever the right lane and this prius i don't know how we didn't get hit but like it flew in front of us so close that like it wasn't just like you were riding their bumper it was like it looked like it passed through the hood it was so close like it we should have been in a bad accident so we were a little bit freaked out from that got there this happened we're kind of freaked out we go to leave. I find another address. I, I search the place. I find another address. I'm like, all right, we got another address. Let's go try this one. So this is a bit further away uh, from where we currently are. I think it's a little bit closer to their venue. So it makes sense. It's like, okay, we have another, we have another location. This is on their website. I don't know why we didn't think to call at any point, but we didn't. We just got another address, got in the car, drove on the way there. A red Prius almost sideswiped us. I swear it was the same one. It felt like they were, we were being hunted by this one red Prius. We pull up to the venue where the cupcakes and cake should be. And there's a big sign, Advanced Concrete Sawing Inc. Cool. And there's like a big pile of like sawdust. And this is the location we have, the new location we have for cake and cupcakes. And our concern now is how do they make these cakes and cupcakes with sawdust um, <laughs> and concrete? So we go around the building, no doors, except for behind like a barricaded, gated 
parking area. Pull out of the parking lot, go to the right, go into another side of the parking lot, go around. No marked doors, no signs of any kind. There is a gated area that's kind of like, you can go back there, but it clearly feels like you're not supposed to be back there. So I tell the guys to park and there are two doors on this side of the building. One of which I walk up to and just try it, it's locked. Another one I walk up to and it has like a buzzer. And I'm like, you know, after walking through the butcher abandoned nightmare on Elm Street, location might as well ring the buzzer and see what happens so i ring they answer i say hi i'm here to pick up a cake and cupcakes for a wedding today okay hold on and the door opens and this lady comes out and she's like uh she actually says the name of the wedding party i was like oh my god we found it yes and we walk inside and inside just like in the previous location they have a wall with stickers or whatever on the thing of like different locations that are in this building and one of them is finally our cupcake place we get our cake we get our cupcakes we load it up and we've got it but none of these locations had any signs outside to indicate that any of these places existed this was a two and a half hour endeavor two and a half hours two and a half hours to get these cakes and cupcakes did you when you walked into the construction building did you walk down and you look at your clock and you're like no wait no how could, we were in there five minutes and then it was two hours later it wasn't quite like there was a lot of driving did you see a guy with eyeballs in his hands did you see that at all in there <laughs> not in no in the first building we went inside of it would not have surprised me, but we, before we walked up to the pit of despair that was clearly next to under the construction area, we, our spidey senses tingled and said, get the fuck out. Do not go over there. And we both, all three looked at each other like, I'm not walking any further that direction. We're getting the hell out of here. This isn't, there's no cupcakes over there. As you ran out of the door back to the car, you just hear from behind you echoing, you want to play a game? Hey, where'd they go? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually like a convention center for like Freddy Krueger and uh, Jigsaw and all of them to meet up, like hang out, go over killing strategies and stuff. That felt like that kind of building. Yeah. They usually have conventions for three people. Yeah, they do that. And I got to say the cupcakes, I didn't have any of the cake because it was like a personal wedding party cake, I think, or at least uh, bride and groom cake. Didn't have any of the cake, but the cupcakes were very good and did not taste like sawdust. The place did a very good job and it was good. Why it used to be in a mafia murder factory and then moved into a place right next to sawdust, I don't know. It's all almost like things exist in the world all next to each other. You're not worried about doxing these people, but you're you're painting an association between these sawdust outside and then the cakes inside. I'm saying there was not, but whenever we first got there, I'm not gonna lie, we had the thought. Yeah, I, I go into restaurants sometimes and then I just, I see a trash can outside and I'm like, you don't think. <laughs> oh no. It's a little different. Look, I'm not saying saying that the cupcakes were 80% sawdust, but I am saying that we don't know what proportion of the cupcakes were sawdust. I think 0%. I think zero. You Did you have a cupcake? Maybe. I had one, yeah, they were good. They were good, okay. I believe I had one of the vegan ones because I didn't know there was a difference. And like, as far as vegan cupcakes go, it was real good. It was like a normal cupcake. It wasn't, it was fine. And to harken back a little bit, whenever we were, um, years ago, we went to uh, Indie PopCon and uh, Bob and Mandy were having their anniversary there. So uh, we actually grabbed a cake for your anniversary. We drove it to Indianapolis from Cincinnati. And along the way, 
whenever you have a cake that you know is important, you're trying your best to hold it steady and not let it slide. But like anytime you turn or break, you inevitably hear the and you feel it's like, oh, 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 oh. and you just hope that they've done something inside where the cake's not just slamming against the edges. So we had the wedding cake after two and a half hours of trying to find it. We had the wedding cake and it was still a 30 minute drive or so back to the venue. And along the way, there was a bumper on the side of the road that looked like it belonged to the red Prius. I'm not joking. It was the third. <laughs> oh, a car bumper, <laughs> like a car bumper on the side of the road. Uh, no close calls. Cause I'm pretty sure they already had their close call there. Uh, but along the way, the cake is just like, well, and you don't know if concrete powder, murder, mystery cake company knows how to package a cake so that it doesn't touch the sides of the box. But the, the way they did the box was, it was like a bottom box. A top box but not like slid over it it was like held up and then taped because the cake i guess was tall or something so i couldn't even like peek to see without like damage like messing with the tape and stuff it's like well, i don't want to mess I'm not, I'm not doing it i'm just gonna hold it and hope get to the wedding you open it like finally god you wouldn't believe it it's just like a hunk of concrete in there <laughs> <laughs> i was more worried about just it being destroyed from the drive but you know concrete would have been worse but we brought all of them in we set them down and we were just like we didn't mess with it, so whatever happened, happened. I tried my best. I held that cake as steady as I could. What what an absolute delivery driver move. You got there, you set the food down on the table, and you were like, hey, I'm just the delivery guy, okay? Whatever. <laughs> I didn't take no responsibility. Well, at this point, our 20-minute our cupcake endeavor that we imagined had turned into multiple hours, and I still had to go get dressed and ready for, well, a wedding that day. Surprise, surprise. Which is, I still don't, I've heard this whole story and i took it all in i still don't understand how it took 24 like two not 24 hours two and a half hours because it was just like we had to go from like the wedding venue which was up in like minnesota near the twin cities into like the downtown of the cities for these different locations because we went to the wrong spot looked around for a minute couldn't find it finally realized we had the wrong address went to the correct spot tried to figure out what the fuck to do went inside wandered around nightmare on elm street's hell came back outside we were in the car for a few trying to figure out the right address messaging the bride and groom like hey this place didn't like shut down since you placed your order right like that kind of thing got the right address had to drive to the correct place again and like all of these places were a bit farther apart from each other than we would have liked so we, we went on quite the drive through the downtown of minneapolis st paul i just loved this yeah, i believe one of the rules in a wedding is not to freak out the bride and groom i hope you left a series of harrowing voicemails <laughs> like all right I, I i don't know where this is it just looks abandoned but i'm going in if i don't come back tell molly please, please. we did not message them about that we were just like hey i think this is the wrong address is there another address and uh that was it and she's like oh yeah uh, well, let's see and like i was like never, never mind i think i found one we, we'll try this one that that's not the time or place for a prank but that would be so funny you live oh, a series God. of voicemails one of them you're like on the highway lots of road noise and you're like no don't worry we can find a grocery store we'll go to like an iga and we'll get you a nice get red bridge <laughs> <laughs> tires screeching <laughs> crashing noises also if you drive a red prius in like the saint paul area of minnesota what's wrong with you did you did you do something to the bride and groom to where this was like some sort of personal revenge prank situation well so the groom is my cousin-in-law and i'm pretty sure he has it out for me just 
despises me. I think this was all him. I think this was a setup for him. He sent me to the mob to get killed. Wait, was he co your cousin-in-law before the wedding or after the wedding? Before. When I married Molly, he became my cousin. Right, Molly's okay. Cousin. I was just, I don't know, the in-law yeah. thing. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Bride, sweet, lovely, fantastic person, would never do anything. The groom, monster. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We survived. We survived the Prius attacks. We survived the mob. And we survived the sawmill. Do they have a lot of concrete dust at sawmills? Or? I don't know. First time ever being at one. You did You did a good job, kid. Sounds like you succeeded. Five points to win. Thank you. I deserve it. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh. <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. Man, I really took up a lot of our time here. Yeah, what else do you want to talk about, host of today's episode? Uh, Mark, did you have anything small you want to mention before I get into it? Into into <laughs> yeah, into the episode. We're just starting. I I mean, I got a. Uh, you know what? I don't think I have time for it. <laughs> all right. Well, this was the small talk episode. Thank you all for joining. Hmm? I, I've got a pretty easy topic. We don't have to go too in depth with it. So we, honestly, it won't be that bad if you have anything you want to talk about. Worst case, I can save this topic and we can just chat. I don't know what the topic is. <laughs> I feel like you're supposed to be driving this bus. Wade, we're here trying to engage with your topic and you're not yes. even giving us a topic to engage with. You hear that subreddit? You think that it's us who does this. It's Wade who does this. I had a story to tell. I want to tell it. And you did. We're not questioning that. Well, I just wanted to let you tell your small talk if you had any. That's it. Maybe that could have occurred before the big story, but I don't know. Well, yeah, but you were throwing a hissy fit back then, so I just wanted to move on. And you see why? You see why? It doesn't make sense, but also it makes sense now. Yeah. Can it be like that? Where you did something that doesn't make sense, but then the subsequent events make it make more sense? Is time nonlinear in this podcast? All right, today's topic, everyone. Okay. 
I was just talking about stuff, but that's fine. Today's topic is I miss that. What? Things we miss. Not necessarily people, because we all have people that we miss, but things from like our past that we miss. I talked about on this show a little while back, one of my favorite places to get food. Bob texted me recently. Uh, one of you guys out there tweeted at us and told us that uh, Buffalo Joe's in Cincinnati, Ohio was closing. Where we went for your bachelor party. Yes. Where Mark ordered his wings extra wet and a side of garlic sauce, and he got a bowl of liquid and a little ketchup thing of garlic sauce. That was that was legendary. That was quite oh the move. Oh my god, it's so it's, funny. You know, I don't think their economical model by serving a gallon of sauce per order. Was. Well, they're gone now, and it's not because of economics. It turns out the owners just wanted to retire, and rather than like keep the business going, they sold it the, to somebody else or whatever. And they, I don't know what it's going to be now, but they uh, Buffalo Joe's is gone. Molly and I went there one final time, but I'm very sad and i'm going to miss that and i already missed that i'm getting mixed messages here wait hold the phone i'm glad i texted you about that i w i almost didn't because i didn't i didn't know if it was real and i was like ah, it's probably just the internet hold pause but you said you've said contradictory things they it didn't shut out for economic reasons they sold they it. wanted to retire so they they Sold the so Buffalo Joe's will still continue. Listen, this happens with restaurants. They didn't sell Buffalo Joe's. They sold a building and a bunch of equipment, right? They sold yeah. this to another person, and the other person is like, I have my own restaurant idea. I'll take all this equipment and open our new restaurant in this restaurant location because it's already set up with a kitchen and everything. But they didn't like sell. It's not like a franchise where they like sold their B-dubs to someone else to run a B-dubs. It's like they sold it off. But someone's going to run it as a restaurant still because it's already has everything this is third party info too so like it's not like the owners came up to us and told us that all this it's like we heard this it happens all the time in like home yeah. like small town businesses mark where it's like well they have a whole bunch of so it could still technically be buffalo joe's afterwards it sounds like it's already sold and it will not be could it have been maybe but like be juffalo bows i would love if it was still buffalo joe's but i don't believe that's going to be the case it sounds like it's going to be a different restaurant it sounds like the restaurant of Theseus is what I'm saying, is if it really has the same inner workings, the same walls, the same kitchen equipment, but serves unrelated food. This goes back to my story earlier, Mark. This is like I go into the door labeled kitchen expecting cupcakes and instead they're cutting off the head of a fish. They didn't do that. But they could have. I didn't go in there. But point being is there was no cupcakes. So we could go into Buffalo Joe's, but they probably won't have wings because it's not a Buffalo Joe's anymore. Juffalo Bows. Yeah, Juffalo Bows, but it's going to have like soup, salad, and sandwiches instead of wings or something. I don't know. They had salad at Buffalo Joe's. You just never bought it. They probably had soup. I mean, they had wing soup. That's what Mark ordered. But yeah, basically, had, what is the difference? They probably had other like regular soup too. And I'm sure you could make a sandwich with what it they It was my favorite <laughs> restaurant and it's gone. And I'm sad. It might not be. I'm trying to give you hope. You know what that means, Wade? We need to go in and open our own wing joint in Cincinnati. Buffalo Wade's. They the owners were there and they like we were on the way out. Like one of the workers was a, a fan of the of our I think our podcast, but like watched my stuff too and whatnot. And he, uh, I told him on the way out, I was like, yeah, if you, whenever you guys shut down, if you can get like an extra menu or something, I'd love just to have one to remember this place. And the owners were like, here, have one. And they like get cleaned off and gave me like a menu to take home. Oh, 
I asked them, I was like, you guys going to like give out your recipes, sell your recipes or anything? And like, they gave us some of the secrets. So I've got some ideas of how to do what they did, but like, it's not the same. It's not gonna be the same. They're like fryers, they're oils, all that stuff we won't have, but. Juffalo Wades. They never changed the oil once. (laughs) Not one time. (laughs) Really baked in the flavor. That's part of the flavor of a restaurant, Mark. Once you get the oil in there, that sets your flavor profile. (laughs) Point being is it made me think of places that we might miss or things we might miss from our past. And that's what I wanted you guys to talk about. We don't have a whole lot of time, but we can talk about some things, but like Buffalo Joe's, a family-owned restaurant that's now gone. If you have a story that takes the rest of the time, Mark, go for it. Well, I don't. Why you look so sad? I was just doing enough time to dwell on things, and reminisce, and nostalgize. Well, you know, we could always do I Miss That Part 2. You know what I miss? It's not, it's more of a perspective than anything else. But when we were kids and we'd go ride our bikes around, and I don't, I don't know if, what it was for you guys, but for us, there was like a drainage area on the edge of our neighborhood. It was honestly a pretty small hill that went down into like the field. And so you could climb up to the top of the hill and ride your bike down the hill. And it was like, woo, for like half a second. It was fun. I miss that being exciting. I feel like such a jaded old man uh, saying it like that. But like, I have I have a sports car now. And like, I don't do anything insane because I also have a family and a baby. When I was a kid, shit was so exciting. The first time I ever drove like a go-kart, it was going like 10 miles an hour, right? It was like a, not an exciting go-kart. But I remember I hit the gas pedal and it was like, oh, like light speed. Now (laughs) Now there's nothing that's that exciting. I miss being able to to do something for the first time where it's like, whoa, oh, jump out of a plane. No, see, I want to live. And I also, I'm pretty sure I'm too... I would need, like, three parachutes. I'm pretty sure I'm too heavy for that. I don't think that's necessarily the case, because they do tandem parachutes all the time. I weigh more than two normal-sized people, depending on the country you're talking about, so... Well, I still think it's possible. But, hey, let me tell you, I um, I don't think I ever mentioned this, but Super 73 sent me a free bike, and I was supposed to say that and say, thank you, Super 73. So I'm taking this as the opportunity to do that now. Hey! I'm glad you uh, missed that. I love that bike very much, so... Um, Um, but it gave me that feeling. It was like I was a kid again riding the bike. That was a fantastic moment because I I, like, I'm not going any faster than like my car is, but there's a difference. I've, I've ridden a motorcycle before I've done that. I don't do it anymore because it's too dangerous, but this is like a fun middle ground where I'm pedaling, going down these hills, flying at speeds, you know, 30 miles an hour through these roads that, you know, speed limits 35, but it still, it felt incredibly exciting. I just rode my bike because it was fun. I didn't have anywhere to go. I went down to the end of the street and back up again. You know, I was just powering through corners, like twisting around, seeing how fast I could push it, just going downhill. The feeling is still there of that. It's just like, you know, it's contextualized a little differently and there's a lot of other distractions and it can seem unimportant. The thing, I think the difference is when you're a kid and very few things seem unimportant um, or more specifically, I guess, as an adult, more things seem imp- more important than riding a bike. But it's like, yeah, the feeling is there. You just have to, you have to allow yourself a moment to capture it. But again, it is like perspective does need to change. It wouldn't have been the same if I had a regular bike. It needed to be a little faster and new experience it was fun to have that um i I think it still can happen i I definitely do because i felt it yeah i guess i'm under i guess i'm not giving myself enough credit i will say i had a i have a friend who has a um tesla model s plaid Mm -hmm. which is like the fastest one basically 
we're one of the fastest plat uh, Teslas that exists. And we did a full on drag strip launch. It was just like in a parking lot. And we only went, you know, like a hundred feet or something. Cause it's mm. not, it wasn't a drag strip, but that, that car goes zero to 60. And what is this? Like two, like two seconds, seconds or like something yeah. like under two seconds that for like the moment where it was like, he, he hit the gas pedal and it was like, <gasps> that that feeling did occur, but it was followed so quickly by, holy fuck, we're gonna die! Oh my <laughs> God! I could never do that again! The fearlessness is gone. When you were a kid going down a hill full speed on the bike, it was like, this is awesome! Yeah. As an adult, it's like, my body will never recover! <laughs> yeah, no, I it was, it was that feeling, but it's chased so aggressively by the feeling of like, this is so dangerous and irresponsible! <laughs> 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 just ruins the fun. You know what I need to do? No, I'm not going to. I was just going to say, I need to get drunk and then do it. You can be, be a drunk passenger in a car. I was not meaning that I would drive a car, but I could, you could, you could yes. get drunk and then ride in a car. Yeah, you know what would fix that? A little cocaine cut the edge right off of that fear. But yeah, like, no, I you just I need something to take that uh, the the reality check away because that's it's, it's just not I, when I was a kid, it was fun forever. You get home from the bike ride and you're like, God, that hill is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Self-preservation is like a powerful thing and I've got it very strong. I used to climb up on like my mom's roof to do the gutters and like it was a two-story house, but in the back, the basement was exposed too. So it was like a three-story drop. And uh, she had kind of like sloped roofs. It was like, I remember I got up there one day and it was like still kind of wet. And I was on this roof trying to like reach down to clean out the gutters in the back. And I remember sliding at one point and, and like, oh, man, that would have sucked. And I went back to it. Now, if I looked out there and it was perfectly dry, but I saw like a leaf blow, I'd be like, nah, I'd step on that leaf and die. I can't risk that. You, you slid toward a three-story drop and you're just like, huh, damn. Yeah. I mean, back then it was like, yeah, what, what am I going to die? I'll roll or something you know what was down below me stair concrete steps and a concrete entryway you could roll down the steps to break your fall and disperse the energy i'd be fine if i fell three stories on the concrete what, what bad could have happened just tuck and roll land on all fours really disperse it shoulder to hip cross your body disperse yeah. it it worked out great for me always works eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? You're talking about the potential? The potential. You thought to yourself, oh, a little elbow grease, some fresh installs, a little bit of love could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own. Cars, right? Yeah. It wouldn't take much to transform my ride. Your ride's more like Schrodinger's ride. If you don't think about it, it both does and does not exist. It is possible. But on eBay Motors, anything is possible. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
What do you miss, Mark? What do I miss, man? Uh, Places, things, feelings, just something from like... Is this just another way? Is this We're Getting Older Part (laughs) 3? I mean, not intentionally, because my thought was like, Buffalo Joe's is a restaurant that's gone. It has nothing to do with getting older. Uh Like, Toys R Us clothes, Blockbusters, places like that. Like, my my thought going in was like, things that just aren't there anymore. But like, adapting it into feelings is fine. It just wasn't my original intent. But you guys can, whatever you miss is fine to mention. Like, it can be that, but that wasn't my goal. I miss, um, I talk about it sometimes, but what I miss, and it's purely like nostalgia, probably, but it harkens back to my days of playing World of Warcraft. I don't miss World of Warcraft specifically. I miss the simplicity of life where that could be the only thing that I do. And I know Mm. that like right now I could obviously just do that. There's nothing that would, the world would not end. My world would not end if I just decided to like, I'm just going to go fuck off into the woods with a good internet connection. And I'm going to just play games for the rest of my days. I could do that. Like that's not a real problem, but I miss the simplicity of it where the, the only issue I had was man, ah, should I, should I, I wasn't going to do my homework no matter what. So that was yeah, not the yeah. basis. That was not the question. I was like, man, I had homework and shit to do. What days did you have? Nah, I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, I was only in engineering school. Who needed to do that? Dude, homework is for nerds. I know, right? But then at the end of it, I was like, oh, man, I really shouldn't skip class. <laughs> like, and then I go into another dungeon immediately. If you want to play World of Warcraft, your roommate's probably still playing. One of my roommates. He lived across the hall. I yeah, was my, my bad, my bad. I thought he shared a room with you guys. That guy, Aaron, lived across the hall. He might still be playing. He might be. He might be. Is that his name? Was that even the right name? Yeah, Aaron. Okay. Um, but it's it wouldn't be the same. I mean, I've I've dabbled in World of Warcraft a little bit here and there. It's fun sometimes, but it's like it's not the same because it's it's about the people and it's about that shared experience of like novelty of you know exploration, just like wow, we're all discovering it together. And that's kind of lost in the race of like, we gotta be good. And I'm not saying that's not just a disparaging thing. That's how all games naturally trend towards when they're multiplayer like that, is like there's a skill level that you have to meet. Um it didn't it's totally unrelated, but did I I only saw rumblings about this, but did that did that Destiny 2 literally like blow up its entire fan base for some reason. They've been making a lot of decisions that have been making people very upset. They fired a bunch of people as well. They did also point. have to like, they, fired yeah, a they let a bunch of people go or whatever else. Including like one of the, like the person who composed the the music, like the original Destiny music uh, composer, they just fired. Oh yeah, because that music wasn't great. No, the music is not a defining feature of that franchise or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've they've been doing a lot of things. It seems like every company, once they like get success, I don't know if it's a shareholder thing or what causes it, but like they just forget what they did that got them there. And they're like, man, people really love that we did this. What if we just fucking don't anymore and fire everybody? Whoa, CEO pay. I don't know. They've made a lot of decisions the last few years that have just lost people. Uh, A game that had a lot of promise after Destiny 1. Destiny 1 launched. It was a little bit raw, but I loved it. Destiny 2 came out, I played it, and I was like, okay, okay, well, I don't like it as much as Destiny 1 so far, but I'm sure it'll get there with some DLCs and stuff, and it just never did for me. I quit playing a long time ago, but everyone else was still pretty hype about it, and then they split from Activision or whatever it was, and everyone was like, man, now that they're now that Activision's not there making them do stuff, they're going to be so much better. Well, lo and behold, um, they were not so much better. They've just been slowly crashing and burning, and I don't know why. It was them the whole time. I don't know what the state of the game is exactly, but I never hear anything good anymore. Yeah. 
You know what I miss? This is, this is, I guess, another step towards the we're getting older thing. But you, this is actually a thing that existed that doesn't exist anymore. I miss the early internet. I took for granted the, the days, like, uh, for us specifically, like, probably 2005 through, like, the mid-2010s-ish era of the internet. That was the time where you started doing YouTube and content stuff and, like, sure. that... It's not even that long ago, really. I mean, I guess. I miss browsing that internet because it, it felt, I remember when we were in college, I remember feeling like, oh, it's hard to find stuff. But then when you did find like a good website or like a good forum or something, it was so like unadulterated and it wasn't always good. And yeah. there was a lot of like terrible crap or low quality posts, just, you know, like there is on the internet. But there wasn't like the the new age social media issue of like algorithmic promotion of stuff. It, it's better and worse. But like I, I took it for granted, man. I, if I could go back then, yeah. I would appreciate that so much more. Using sites like what was that thing called? Like Dig, yeah. where it would just oh, bring sick. you bring you more like random websites, and like ninety percent of it was like nope, nope, <laughs> nope. But then you'd find that one thing, and it's like ah, sick, cool, mm -hmm. like that. It was actually fun. Now social media is just exhausting. I never lived that period that well. Like I, I went to Newgrounds and I think there was like a website. I don't know what era it was, but there was like stupid videos or something like that. That was. I mean, classic Newgrounds is a good example too. Like that, nothing wrong with little old school Newgrounds. When I was on a computer, it was usually Diablo 2 or like Roller Coaster Tycoon or something. And I do miss, I miss Diablo 2. Classic mm. feeling of Diablo 2. Diablo 4, I think, is getting better. Diablo 3, I thought, ended up in a great spot. But there was something about the Wild West nature of Diablo 2 where everything you had could be traded at all times. There was no time limit on it. There was no like, oh, you can't trade a unique, you can't trade a legendary. It was if you found it, if it dropped, you could trade it. And there were rooms set up like, you can come pick up my, I'm going to go kill Bale or I'm going to go do a Diablo run. You get to pick up the loot. It's like, oh, sweet. Or there were the people that would trick you like, oh, come to me. There's a bunch of loot on me. Oh, okay. And you go to them, they enable PVP, they kill you and they take your gold. Got them. Or there was the people that was like, enter your username and password on this site. See, they're not telling it to me, you're putting it on the site. Log in and uh, you'll get a free Stone of Jordan ring. And I was like, oh, a free Saj. Yeah, I'll do that. Lost my account. You actually did it? Oh, no. Yeah, dude, I was like 10 years old. Yeah, I fell for that shit. Yeah, I lost so many accounts to different scams. And back then, also, if you weren't active on your Battle.net account for like a certain amount of time, your account would expire. I lost like five or six accounts of Diablo 2. But I loved the game so much that I would go back. And there were also like people that you would go into their room and they were just, they played for so long nonstop. They just had, they called mules. I'm sure you guys know where you just had characters that held shit because there wasn't like an infinite stash. So they would go get on one of their mules and be like, oh, you lost your account. Dude, I'm so sorry. Here. Just, and they would just drop end game stuff. You're like level three sorcerer. It's like, here you go. You can have this sorcerer is for Diablo 2, but mm. it, it was just so fun interacting with like, I had a reason to go interact with a bunch of people I didn't know. Some were great interactions. Some were just like pure transactional and some were dealing with scammers. And sometimes when you knew someone was trying to scam, going into their game and like warning other people like this dude's scamming, you don't do it. And they'd be like so pissed. They would leave and go make a new game. And like people would go follow them and just like go into their scam games and tell the people, nope, don't do it. This guy's a scammer. There was just fun. It was just fun. I don't know. All of that stuff was fun. The good, the bad, the memories. And I feel like I learned a lot doing it. And I, I miss that. We are getting older. I'm going to be contrarian here. 
Sure. Because, and this is not me not engaging with the topic. This is just like how I feel, honestly. It's like, I don't really miss that much. I really don't miss much about, you know, you could get nostalgic about the things of childhood, but I feel like that's a, like a, a universal feeling no matter what. But also at the same time, I really like the now. I know people are very doom and gloom about the now, but I like being in an era with such profound change occurring, both in technology, in the world. I don't like it in terms of like, oh boy, I hope more chaos happens. But I like, I recognize that this moment in time is important and to exist in times where things can be important and things are changing at a rapid pace and decisions will have to be made by the people living in that era to affect the future uh, and, and being on the cusp of like certain things. A lot of people bemoan the idea of like we were too uh, born too late to like discover the world. We we're born too early to discover the stars. I was like, this is the moment that decides whether it's going to be a future at all. You know, like it's it's kind of is profound in a way for me and I being the person that I am I would rather live in this era than pretty much any other um, I don't want to go back in time and live in another era I don't even want to go back to my childhood again because it's like seeing these things is is in its own way amazing I don't think I'd want to go back I don't think that's it I, I think it's just I wish I could have that feeling of what it was like to play Diablo 2 in the now so you want to go back to that would I go back to like no the, the era of 10 minute loading screens all the time and having to like clean off discs for your PlayStation then you get a scratch it's like now I gotta go buy a new copy of the game because this got scratched and my scratch doctor whatever the hell it was called that you used didn't really work <laughs> like all of those things like having to go get the physical game shark get your box of like just crap oh you want to trade Pokemon get your link cable it was both nostalgic but also there was a bunch of crap you just had to have to do things and computers ran 10 minutes to boot up the internet 10 minutes to boot up the PC and then like you're being yelled at the whole time like I need to use the phone it's like I'm in the middle of doing a durial run give me a minute mark what what you said makes me wonder how much everyone feels like that about their time comparatively right now stuff technology is moving really fast things are changing mm -hmm. really fast but like if you compare any point in time to like the previous half century it's relatively a lot faster than it was right like when when the steam engine was invented and railroads proliferated people were like you can get from one side of the country to the other in like two weeks instead of two months are you kidding me and now now instead of a horse carrying a letter for who you can transmit beeps and bips over a wire and get a half of a sentence transmitted in mere minutes mm -hmm. and it's like i i i do wonder how much it feels like that to everyone because if you were if you appreciate where you are like now compared to a lot of other times there is a lot of crazy chaos and terrible things happening but the advances and the potential that is here is exciting if you focus on that for sure Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, no. And what an uplifting way to see it. I think we always take our current era for granted. It's like we look back or we look forward. And then like we look back to now. And it's like, man, I miss this stuff. That's now. So it makes sense. But I, I still think there's some things that are just gone. Going to Blockbuster, it, you can't do it anymore. Yes, it's great having the streaming services and everything else. Having access to those things, like being able to just watch movies and shows whenever you want is amazing. Can I just say objectively? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, well, the convenience of it is great. The, the great. the great streaming service war that is coming, that has already begun and is coming, where you're going to be like, do I want to watch? watch Star Wars ever 
Or do I not care about that? Or do I want to watch these movies ever? Or do I not? Because am I going to have Paramount? Or am I going to have Disney? Or That sucks. I agree that having to have 30 streaming services sucks. The convenience of it is what I'm talking about. But there was something about going in and like picking up a VHS tape or picking up a box with like a video game cartridge and being like, oh my God, we're renting this. I get to play this or I get to watch this this week. Yes. Like that was an amazing feeling that's gone that I also will miss. I guess I just wish that was also still more of an option because I feel like going to a store and renting, even going to a store and like buying content in that way isn't the same as it used to be because yeah. uh, like, you know, a lot of new video games, you buy it in the store and it's a card with like a code on it and you redeem it online. Stuff like that. Like, I wish it was still an option because I don't want to give up the convenience of watching anything anywhere, anytime on my phone. But it'd be nice to get exactly what I do want in the times where I'm like, I really want to watch this one movie. I'd just love to see this movie and it's, it happens to not currently be streaming on any platform so it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's weird thinking back to like, I think it was Netflix that first started as like the little box thing outside of like... Oh, that's Redbox. Netflix started as a mail order service, which my dad did, which was amazing. We did mail order. We had, we could have two at a time and you send one back and you get the next one on your queue. Oh, it was the shit. I remember when yeah. that started. That was awesome. I never did any of that. My dad, my dad was into that. Yeah, it's, it's, it is that thing where you missing something a lot of times comes with the association of like, you didn't, you didn't, you took it for granted. Like you didn't appreciate yep. when it is. And I think like that is my mindset now is just like, I am trying to appreciate the now for what it is, despite its flaws or, you know, honestly for its flaws. Cause back then those inconveniences were probably very inconvenient at the time. And like talking about the internet connecting, taking a while, um, you know, computers being slower, but, uh, by appreciating it for what it is, I, th I think that gives a healthier mindset. So it's not so much looking backwards or forwards. It's looking at the now, which I feel like is a very difficult knife's edge to balance sometimes. Because, you know, looking too far in the future can make people pessimistic and can make people be like, it was better back then or it's going to hell now instead of like looking at looking at the today of things and, and seeing how, you know, today could be. Uh, there's a there's a quote from someone. I can't remember what it is, but it's like you, you shouldn't spend waste your time borrowing grief from the future because, you know. There, there will be a time for that, um, and it will come regardless. The, the best thing you can do for the now is to appreciate it as it occurs. I think what Mark is saying is that missing things is for losers. Thank you. And you shouldn't miss anything because you have stuff right now, so just do that stuff, you idiot. Mm-hmm. What a brave take. Did I, did I paraphrase your hot take correctly? Honestly, you, you did it better. What a brave take. You did it so good, it's basically your own take now, and I should receive no credit for that take. Unless I should. Yeah, host, who's winning? Points? Yeah. And before I say that, do you guys have any final things you want to get out there about missing before we move on? We can do a whole other episode of this. I think this is a good, ep this is a good topic. I miss your hair! Uh, I don't, actually. Okay, that's fair. I miss not having all the gray hair, but like, I wish I had shaved my head earlier in life. I wish I had just bitten the bullet and tried it because man, I like being bald. I will not. I'm not looking forward to, I'm very likely to bald at some point. I am not looking forward to it. I have a terrible head shape for that. I have a very <laughs> tall, very tall forehead, very flat sides of my head. I'm going to look like a goddamn Easter Island statue when I have to shave my head at some point here. Well, I seriously considered like doing like a wig of some kind, like trying to get a wig that looked like my old hair and just like getting one of those because I didn't know what I would look like. I think that if you're actually worried about like that's a legit route to go is like try to get a wig made that looks like your hair the way it currently is and then not to worry about it. I don't know why it feels like there's almost like get head surgery. Come on, just change your head shape. Oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant like hair hair replace. I was like there is follicle. No, no, the problem wasn't the hair. The problem 
was the head shape. You got to listen. You got to listen. Uh, so what? Uh, cut my skull off, squish my brain into a new, better head shape. Yeah, just shave it all down, squish it in there. Can you imagine if they had skull replacement surgery where they just like literally just took your eyes, put them into a new skull and all that? That'd be awful. They don't have to take your eyes out. They just cut it off right here and just let your eyes sit in the bottom half while they put the, the new top half on. Oh, what if you want a new bottom half too? What's that Tom Cruise movie? That's some... Uh, uh, Face off. Minority report? Yeah, that's a minority report. Yeah. Shut out the eyes or replace the you go, eyes. You yeah. go to a sketchy apartment and a guy sneezes in your open brain while he while he puts a new skull on top of you for you so you look different. The sneeze is good for you. Builds your immune system. Yeah, there's so many antibiotics or something. It's fine. Lasers. Just calm down. Also, you shouldn't be awake for this. Go to sleep. What are you doing awake <laughs> noticing my sneezes? Well, I'm glad we got this into the uh, I missed that. I, I think I do miss that head reconstruction my hair i don't miss i'm glad you miss it i don't miss it that's good that's good spend a lot of time talking about my cupcake story and i think it was worth it so honestly i should make myself the winner for that great tale but that bold take there at the end mark i just got to give it to you i think i think mark wins my take my bold take that i summarized no 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 that was my take that sounded like i said that i said no i said almost i said almost it's almost should go to you hey he gave me credit for it so it's basically my my no, words no, no, my no, take no, no. my that words was my, my, take. Take. That was my take that was my take it was all my take. you just want to flip a coin for it been a wheel mm, that doesn't sound good uh mark for saying that you should never miss anything or anyone ever i think that that's just such a bold claim that you should win i go to graveyards sometimes and i see people crying and i'm like why think about it you're not appreciating the now you just roll you roll the window down as you drive by like idiots <laughs> <laughs> you throw like your fast food cup drink at them while they're mourning <laughs> Yeah, that's me. That's me all the time. I see a hearse. I slash the tires. It's like, why are you even wasting the time? Just chop them up and throw them on the flower bed. Spend all this money on caskets and funerals. I just mulch the whole hearse. I shove it in. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a it's not a fast one though. It's like one of those yeah, YouTube channels where it's like a really slow cruncher. You yeah, tip it exactly. in and it's all <laughs> the back half of the hearse gets hung up for a minute. It's like sideways and the thing is just like and the driver sitting there watching it slowly get sucked in is like, I should get out of here. Oh, but I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like that. What movie is that? Austin Powers, where the guy gets slowly run over by the steamroller. Yeah. He's being crushed Perfect. very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Grandpa's stuck in the corner there. <laughs> Bob, do you have a loser speech? Was that my winner speech? <laughs> we'll find out. I feel like I did my best and I'm not going to hold on to things that are in the past. I'm going to take Mark's advice and live in the now. And right now, I'm a loser. But, but by focusing on the now, it makes you... It feels better than if I didn't think about it. You're winning at being a loser. I'm the best loser here. Mark, great winner speech. Hmm? Oh, sorry, Mark, winter speech. Listen, sadness is just in your head. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, that's it. Don't say anything else. That's it. That's it. Stop. <laughs> Dude, I got, I got a new therapist. Try to try an approach I've never seen before. I sat down. I was like, oh, it's so hard. I'm just overwhelmed. The therapist went, shut up. I can't wait for all the posts on the subreddit where Mark just cured their depression. Yep. They, everyone just like, oh. Well, why did I ever think of that? Just press the stop button. It's so simple. It's so elegant. Or have sadness replacement surgery where they just cut out the sadness and they fill it up with joy. Duh. 
This has been an episode. It's it's Wade's episode, so he endorses everything and takes responsibility for everything said on this episode. That's the deal, except for my episodes and probably Mark's. All right. Well, my name is Jack Septicai. Thank you guys for watching. Um, <laughs> this has been Brain Leak. <laughs> <laughs> and we're Ethan. Well, shout out to them, I guess. But also, if you guys haven't already, go follow Mark at Markiplier, Bob at MarsGurm. I'm Wade Minion Seven 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 or Lord Minion Seven Seven Seven. We'll be back again one day. Until then, podcast out.